Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you so much for listening to Aphrodite's Curse, as well as providing some feedback. It has been wonderful connecting with all of you guys. Today, we will be listening to the last chapter of Aphrodite's Curse, but don't worry. After this chapter, we'll also have a preview of the new erotic tale, Persephone's Perception. The last chapter. Nathaniel? Ugh. I walked into my condo and slammed the door. The glass had been cleaned off the floor completely, and Nathaniel stood in front of my couch wearing a blue suit with a lilac pin to the upper right breast. Actually, I think it's the same blue suit he'd worn to Brian and Raina's supposed wedding. I stood by the door and closed my arms. Nathaniel, what? What do you want from me? I thought we ended this earlier. Nathaniel took off his suit blazer and laid it on the couch gently. Something was different about him. He seemed poised, almost respectable. Clearing his throat, he fixed his tie and began to speak softly. Aphrodite, I don't consider what we discussed earlier today as an end to anything. You just help me see what I really want. I scuffed and rolled my eyes. Why is it you can tell people exactly what you want and they only hear what they want to hear? I peered back at my door, remembered my initial question and irritation. How did he get into my house? Nathaniel, I have the keys that I gave you, I said with a sleuthy tone. How the fuck did you get in here? Nathaniel took a deep breath and stuffed his hands in his pockets of his slacks. I, uh, I might have made a copy of the set that you gave me a while ago. You know, just, just in case of an emergency or something. Snapping my lips, I caught an attitude and stormed towards him. Bro, in case of what? An emergency? You are the last person I will call if I ever have an emergency. I would trust Joe Jackson with raising and disciplining my children before I gave you the opportunity to rescue me in an emergency. I, I would trust McDonald's with serving me actual beef before I trust you with an emergency. What you meant to say was, you kept my keys in case I kicked you out, in case I took my other set of keys back. Why else would you need an additional copy of my keys, Nathaniel? Nathaniel stood there and shrugged. I held my hand out and demanded my keys that he made a copy of. Nathaniel attempted to close my hand and got on his left knee, pulling a box out of his pocket. Here we fucking go. Another fucking surprise. Af, he began, I have been in love with you since we graduated. <laughs> since we graduated. That was today. He's been telling me he's loved me since we met way before today. I recrossed my arms and looked at him with an unconvinced face. He continued, you are the reason that I live and breathe, Af. And you know what? You can be so heartless. You really hurt me earlier today, you know, with what you said. But in that hurt, I realized that you don't dislike me. You actually love me. You're just fighting it, baby. No woman would ever cut a man that deep she didn't love. I realized that 
we just need to put our differences aside, you know, stop fucking other people and be together. Just leave Raina, Greta, Lydia, Monice, Monica, Alicia, Apple, Janet, Jasmine, Francine. He continued naming female names and I looked baffled. I cut him off with a question. Wait, 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 who? Who are all those bitches? I never mess with anyone named Lydia, Monice, Monica, Alexis. Wait, who else did you say? Nathaniel shook his head and put his finger up. Never mind it, Af. What I'm trying to say is we need to just leave other people completely alone. I came here today in my good suit to let you know I left those games behind me, baby. I'm ready to be the man that you need me to be. So I just, I, I just, I just want to know, will you marry me? I can't understand what the hell type of juju I put on myself. Is this karma? Why does the Lord like to play these games with me? At this point, this shit is just comical. I laughed uncontrollably and began to cough out of lack of air. This, this was entirely too much at this point. <laughs> Nathaniel, get up. Not until you answer my question, Av. <laughs> Nathaniel. You're embarrassing yourself, and you'll regret this later. I promise you. Just, just get the fuck up. The only thing I regret, Af, is not doing this sooner. I closed my eyes and tried to stop laughing so I could speak properly. <laughs> Whew, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. Wait, I just, I just got one question. If you're proposing, why is the ring box still closed? Let's see the ring. Nathaniel's face turned flush red as he fumbled on his knee, stammering. He tried to explain. Well, see, about the ring. Um, I gave the ring to my ex, Lydia, and she hasn't given it back to me yet. But that doesn't change how I feel about you, Af, or, or what I want with you. It's just, just a small hiccup. I continued to laugh, harder this time. Tears streamed down my face. Was this man serious? Like, for real, coming to my home with a set of keys I did not permit him to have and proposing with a ring that he didn't even have possession of. My God, if this isn't a typical Nathaniel move, I don't know what is. This is almost as bad as the time he rubbed his dirty dick on my good towels. Lydia. I repeated her name a few times in my head. I've known Nathaniel for all of his adult life and could not remember him having an ex named Lydia. It started to bother me, so I pondered. I pondered her name a little more and then it hit me. Lydia? Boy, that's not your ex. That's, that's that Latina chick you cheated on me with, Nathaniel. The first girl you've ever cheated on me with? We just graduated college? Nathaniel's face grew red as he decided to sit cross-legged on the floor. I laughed again. I couldn't believe this fool. <laughs> Nathaniel, I said as I gasped for air. <laughs> if you don't get your goofy ass off my floor and out of my house, I, I can't believe you. You could have brought me anything. Honestly, an authentic red diamond or an onion ring from BK. And the answer would still be fuck no. Who does this? Only you, Nathaniel. Only you. 
oh my God. But I have to thank you because this is exactly what I needed to bring all this bullshit together. I, I, I needed to laugh. Nathaniel stood up looking slightly defeated, stuffing the empty box in his pocket. Af, don't be a bitch, all right? Besides cheating on you a few times, running off on you and the whole towel situation, what have I ever done wrong to you? Still laughing, I could hear a slight knock on my door. <laughs> Bro, that's more than enough for me. I walked to the door while he was muttering his explanation. Looking through the peephole, all I could see was two silhouettes. I didn't think much of it before I opened the door. So I continued to laugh at Nathaniel trying to explain himself and opened the door slightly. Oh, come on, I let out. Nathaniel walked up behind me and opened the door the whole way so he could see who was there. It was Raina and Brian standing outside the door glaring at me and Nathaniel. I threw my hands up, pushed past Nathaniel and walked to sit on the couch. Putting my head on the back of the couch, I closed my eyes and began to laugh again. Raina and Brian walked in, I presumed, and closed the door behind them. I could hear chairs being pulled up near the couch and someone sitting next to me. When I opened my eyes, Nathaniel was sitting next to me, and Raina and Brian were sitting across from us, making a furrow circle. For a moment, I felt like we were back in college, all of us surrounding one another, preparing to have a discussion that made the atmosphere tense. I licked my lips and remembered my moment with Minnie. And I still tasted like her. That time with her made me forget all of this stuff going on. Raina was the first to break the silence. Af, I assume you know everything now. I heard you and Brian had a little sick down. I looked at her for the first time since all this shit started and I felt anger rise within me again. Yeah, I responded. I know you're a lying, manipulative, controlling bitch who I wasted my life on. Thanks for that. Brian enlightened me earlier. Brian put his head down and began to fumble with his hands. I never meant to hurt you, Af, she continued. I honestly wanted my cake with you and other cakes too. I couldn't stand to see you with anyone else, so I tried to ensure that everyone who I knew had a thing for you had to come through me first, and that they failed. I could tell how you felt about Brian. You were just too excited to see him, and he actually came and told me how he felt about you, so I demolished that shit. I kept pushing you towards Nathaniel because I knew you hated him and you would never have feelings for him. I just wanted you to myself. I wasn't ready to commit to you. That was the problem. Nathaniel, confused, looked at Brian and asked him, wait, you're in love with my girl too? Brian snapped and looked at him and responded quickly, fam, she doesn't even like you, like at all. And as much as you cheated on her, you don't act like you love her. Nathaniel looked at him aggressively and pulled out the empty ring box out of his pocket. Man, I just proposed to her. I want nothing more than to be with her. We're going to start a life together. I began to laugh again as Raina and Brian looked at me for confirmation. I put my hands up and responded, look, Nathaniel, put that empty ass box back in your pocket. I looked at Raina and Brian. He proposed with the ring he gave to his side bitch he cheated on me with. 
small hiccup is he doesn't even have the ring. She won't give it back to him. Raina began to laugh and Brian shook his head. Nathaniel threw the empty box across the room and crossed his arm. Man, fuck all of y'all. Brian looked over at me and cleared his throat. <clears> throat> so, uh, I've, look, you have three people here who just wants to be with you in some way. Can you let us know who you want to be with? I wiped my face down and looked at them all one at a time. You know, it's crazy. I began to speak. I just came home to find Nathaniel here and all I wanted to do was take a shower. I've been sweating all day, arguing, fighting, crying. I got fresh pussy on my face. Raina snapped up. Excuse me? She said with an attitude. Uh, bitch, you're excused? I responded snippily. Raina, as many people as you fucked, as many lies have you told, bitch, you have no room to judge me. I can't believe you talking about some fucking excuse me. Oh, your parents know you're bi, right? They know? All this time I thought we had a secret and I was boo-boo the fool. Sitting there talking about some fucking excuse me. Bitch, you're excused. Raina slid down in her chair and cleared her throat. All right, Av. If I could have my way, I, I would just ask that you would forgive me. Fuck, none of this would have ever happened, okay? Maybe we can try again. Forgive me. Forgiveness. She should have known that I struggled with that. It's always easy to ask and expect forgiveness. It's not easy to give it, though. I responded to her. Ray, I can forget the cheating. Hell, I can forgive the cheating. I cannot forgive nor forget the decades of lies. The moments you started manipulating and lying to me, you took away my options. You, you took away my choice. You played me. I can't stand with that. I just can't. And Brian, I wish we had a chance to actually get to know one another's heart before. There's just too much toxicity and complications here for us to ever have anything. I hope we can remain friends, like actual friends, and talk and be honest with one another. But the reality is, you are Raina's husband. Well, fake husband. Whatever. I, I just don't want to be connected to you through her in any way. In all honesty, I would feel so much better knowing you and I are so close. Because we'll never be together. Especially now knowing your truth. Nathaniel looked at me as if he were expecting some kind of words. I chuckled again and got off the couch and opened the door. Now that I got all that the way, y'all can get the fuck out. I just, I need to shower and get this shit off of me. Standing up, Nathaniel, Brian, and Rana began to walk out of my place. As Nathaniel walked past, I held my hand out and demanded the extra copy of keys he had. He slid them in my hand. So can we like all have a goodbye foursome or something? He asked as he looked at me. Brian flashed him a disgusted look and Raina rolled her eyes. I pushed Nathaniel out of my doorway and looked over at Raina. I just want you to know I don't hate you, Ray. Are you disgusting for what you did? Yes. Did you use me? Absolutely. Fuck, I know that. 
I don't like you right now. And I probably won't like you for a long time. But I don't hate you. Maybe one day we can be platonic friends. Raina nodded her head and responded, fair. Brian gave me a slight nod and smiled. I smiled at him. As they began to walk down the hallway, I rushed to pick up something off the floor and ran after them. Nathaniel, wait! He turned around and flashed me this hopeful face with a bright smile. Yeah, F? I eagerly handed him his empty box ring. Don't come back. For real this time, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I turned around and ran back to my condo and closed the door, making a mental note to change my locks in the morning. Getting undressed to finally hop in the shower, I looked over at my phone and saw a message from a random number. It read, Aphrodite, I know this may sound a little forward, but I really like to get to know you. I don't know. I, something about you, something about me with you just feels right. Can we get together sometime? Anytime you're free. You know where I live. XOXO. Minnie. I smiled and slid my phone on the nightstand. Entering the shower, I began to feel the warm water beat on my body. You know what's amazing? In the span of a little more than 24 hours, I'd found out that my lifelong dream lover was a piece of shit, learned the truth, fucked multiple times, beat a bitch ass, and met someone new. It was only 8.45. <laughs> Lord help me. I'm getting too old for this shit. I washed a few times to let the water run through my hair and over my body. As I got out of the shower, I looked in a full-size mirror and smiled. Through all of this, I was able to see some light at the end of the tunnel. I can finally have a fresh start. Stop with all the lying and do something new. Maybe learn something new. Learn someone new. Somehow, everything always comes full circle. And though this shit hurts a lot, I had to learn a lot. I realized that no relationship can maintain if it's built off of secrecy and lies. I dried off, lotioned my body, and slipped on a black t-shirt dress with my black and white vans. I grabbed my phone and my wallet and headed out for the night. It was only 9.30. I hope it's not too late. I stopped by the pizza parlor outside my condo building and the convenience store next door to pick up some things. Shortly after, I hopped in my car and hit 55 again. It was dark. The full moon lit the sky and placed light among my path as if the universe was giving me a thumbs up. As if God was saying, finally, bitch. <laughs> Moving on. I didn't listen to any music this time. I just bent this drive as a good time to reflect on the day and the decisions I had made. It would be hard not having Raina to lean on for love. But, you know, it's just time to try something new, something different. I made it to my location, grabbed all my things, and headed up the stairs. As I reached the door, I balanced the pizza, some ciders, and a rose on my knee so I could knock. Soon after, the door opened and I could see Minnie dressed in a silk robe with a high bun. Her breasts sat perky and her nipples grew hard due to the cold fall air. I smiled at her. Okay, so my name is Aphrodite. 
And I just got out of this long-term toxic relationship that ended terribly. I'm not looking for anything too serious right now. I'm still trying to get to know myself. But if you're willing, I, I like to get to know you too. Maybe have some fun with you. I hope it's not too soon, but uh, I'd like to take you up on that offer. I handed her a rose and showed her the large deep dish pizza and ciders I bought. She smiled and slid to the side of the wall to let me in. I walked into her loft-like apartment towards what I assumed was a dining room and placed the pizza and ciders on the table. So, I heard a call from behind me. Do you want to start with a late night dinner and conversation first or finish what we started earlier with dessert and exploration? I turned around to find Minnie's robe open, exposing her thick brown body. I could see the shimmer of lotion and smell the vanilla brown sugar that I smelled on her skin earlier. She'd just gotten out the shower. I smiled and bit my lip. I know, I know. I should know better, especially after all the things I just went through today and yesterday. But what fun would life be if we always behaved? I walked up to her and slid my hands around her waist whispering in her ear, mm, I'll take the dessert. And that concludes Aphrodite's Curse. Thank you guys so much for coming every week and listening to the new installments of my erotic tales. Your attention and your feedback has really helped me grow and makes me feel so special. I am really happy that we're able to connect here and share similar passions <laughs> if you have anything you'd like to talk about with aphrodite's curse any feedback or just some comments leave me a voice message or shoot me a dm on instagram at poet may.j that's p-o-e-t-m-a-i dot j i'm looking forward to hearing from you all don't leave just yet stay tight next we'll be listening to the introduction of the next erotic tale persephone's perception should be tight enough. All right, listen up. Here are your instructions for tonight. No abrupt movements. Don't grab at me. Don't make any loud noises unless I instruct you to. If you can't make it anymore, your code word to make this stop is red. But don't be a pussy. Pussies aren't attractive. I know you could both take this. Other than that, you will make no decisions for yourselves. You can't even come unless I give you permission. Do I make myself clear? Not following my instructions will lead to severe punishments. I walked into the light and allowed them to see me. I was wearing a red tight leather suit with thigh high boots. My breast nestled in a red corset and connected to a black studded choker and my ass was covered by a short red leather pleated skirt. I'd had my toys, if you will, tied up tonight in red feathered ropes and handcuffs. See, tonight was my time to prove myself and show them exactly what they'd been missing. 
One of my praise struggled with her restraints as I began to play with the merchandise I'd bought. Uh, uh, uh. Why are you moving? I said. She looked up at me and threw me a smile. I'm sorry, Persephone. I'm just not used to anything like this. I'm just trying to get myself a little bit more comfortable. Stephanie squirmed a bit and relaxed into her restraints. Her boyfriend was tied up in front of her and watched in sheer amusement as I walked over to set up her torturous pleasure. I helped Stephanie sit in a sitting position on top of my Sibian, my favorite monster. See, when sitting on the Sibian, the vibrating tool sat right in front of the clit and would vibrate on the praise clit at the speed that I controlled. It was damn near impossible to not come, which made the game all the more fun for me. The Sibian was my favorite toy. After setting her up, I walked to her boyfriend and gave him a kiss and slid the pivot cock ring on his hard erectic. It was something about him watching me rub his girlfriend, touch her, kiss her, pull her hair that just did it for him. He was a decent size, not big enough for me to fuck. I just enjoyed making him squirm, cry, and beg for more. And the sheer excitement and fear that they both expressed was more than orgasmic. Neither had any idea of what they were preparing to experience. I was able to control the vibration strength from the remote controllers for both toys that I held in my hand. I started them off at a mid-high level. I could see it shock their bodies. Stephanie tensed up as her boyfriend's dick pulsated uncontrollably. Loud moaning throughout the room filled my ears. I walked up to Stephanie and kneeled towards her body, hardly pinching her nipples, kissing her neck, and keeping my eyes on her man. I used the controller to turn up the vibration and pushed her body down on the seat to force her clit on it. Stephanie was going to take it all. She bit her lip as I pulled her ponytail back and began biting on her neck. I whispered in her ear, You'll leave him for me. Just watch. I used my hand to nestle Stephanie's large round breast, pulled them up to my face and sucked them. I looked over at her boyfriend and turned up his vibration. Stephanie released a hard sigh and came all over my Sibian. I chuckled and stood up. Mm, you didn't ask if you could come. I turned up the vibrating toys to their highest levels and disappeared into the darkness. Their moaning and squirms made my pussy so wet. I took a minute to rub my clit and watch as I contemplated what would be their punishment for disrespecting their mistress. They didn't listen to directions. Looking over, I could see my leather whip, my nipple clamps, and my butt plug. I snickered as I enjoyed my body's rise and collected the cum on my fingers, grabbing my materials with my other hand. I walked up to Stephanie's boyfriend and pushed my fingers in his mouth, making him suck the cum off of my fingers. Once he was done, I exposed the nipple clamps, the ass plug, and the whip to Stephanie. I smiled. You've been bad, girl. You've been really bad. You didn't listen to your mistress's instructions, 
Now you both will have to be punished. Tell me, are you ready to lose control?